Well, with the SEC spring meetings finishing up, we've had a, a lot of conversation about some of the comments that Dan Mullen has had and, heck, even some comments from other coaches that uh, have certainly kept us talking about football. But today is going to be all about baseball because the Gators start an opportunity to win back-to-back national championships. It's only been done a handful of times. The Gators get their first ever national title last year, and they've had a target on their backs all season long. So we're going to talk to Kevin O'Sullivan, exclusive interview about uh, the ups and downs of what this season was and all the things that they had to go through as they get ready to start this postseason run once again. Jeff Cardozo, Zach Albaverde here with you. It's Chomp Chat, the Florida podcast presented by SECCountry.com. When things got started in the SEC last year, the Gators went to Auburn, and they got swept. They lost the first game, the second game, the third game, and the bus ride home wasn't that good. Well, then the Gators went on a really long run. They just kept winning and winning. Even though they didn't have the best team, they didn't have the greatest offense, they pitched well, they played defense well, and they got into the postseason, got hot at the right time, and beat LSU for their first ever national title. So going into this year, the expectations were very, very high. Everybody had them, the preseason number one team in the country. Everybody felt that the Gators, with what they had coming back, were going to be really good. And for a majority of the season, the Gators were really, really good. They just kept winning and winning. Inevitably, 19 straight series that the Gators had won. Just a phenomenal feat that doesn't happen in college baseball. But as we all know, if you're a baseball fan, you watch what happened down the stretch for this Gator baseball team. They go to Starkville and they lose the final three regular season games. Now, albeit they had already clinched the regular season, the Gators do that now for the fifth time under Kevin O'Sullivan. Still an astonishing number now in 11 years. It just it doesn't happen. And uh, what Sully has been able to do is pretty tremendous. But now he's got a tremendous job of getting this team to, to get back on track because they lose six of seven down the stretch. They beat LSU once in the SEC tournament, but again run ruled by LSU to get eliminated from the SEC tournament. Although the same thing happened last year as Arkansas beat them 16 to nothing in Hoover. So maybe some similarities going on. And if similarities end up happening the same way, then I think everybody will forget about what happened these last couple of weeks of the baseball season as the Gators will uh, then be hoisting up the trophy once again. They've got a great shot to do it, but... There's also a lot of great teams out there that are playing good at the right time. So it's now time to talk to Kevin O'Sullivan about what this season was all about. All the ups, all the downs, and uh, all the good things that happened, and now trying to right the ship and see if he can get this team back on track heading into regional play that starts later today. Well, Sully, uh, the, the grind is uh, over, at least the first part of the SEC, and, and to go into this thing knowing the, the expectations, knowing uh, where it was supposed to go, and for, for everything you guys were able to make it through, um, I mean, we've talked about this grind now for for 11 years, how hard it is to win this league, and you guys were able to accomplish that. Yeah, you know, it's been it's been an interesting year. You know, we, we started the season, you know, with the bullseye on our back and, and played really well, you know, for just about uh, the whole season until, you know, last six, seven games. But um, awfully proud of what we've been able to accomplish. Obviously, we end up winning the SEC championship, I guess, for the fifth time in, in 11 years. And... We end up being a, a national seed for the, you know the number one seed the third time the only school in, in the country to do that and I think we were we've been the top eight national seed nine of the eleven years we've been here so it's a lot to you know to take in and a lot to be proud of but certainly we're looking forward to getting back on a winning track this weekend and um, everybody starts with a clean slate and we're excited to get out on the field Friday afternoon we obviously change the start time on Friday to hopefully try to beat the rain so we don't have to go through similar situations that we did last year and we'll kick this thing off at noon and we've got a new season um, we've had a really good 
start to the week practice-wise and um, just really excited to get these guys back out there and hopefully get uh, healthy as we uh, as we approach the regionals. Look at the league in general. Ten teams going uh, Kentucky borderline of making it, which would have been a, a record 11 teams from the SEC. To, to play that type of competition week in and week out certainly prepares you for this. Yeah, it certainly does. But, you know, unfortunately, or maybe the other way, the flip side of it, we, we don't take any of the six or seven last games into the <laughs> regional, and we certainly can't, you know, take the 19 straight series wins dating back to last year. Um, I think it was uh, week five that we started that streak. So really nothing that's happened um, up to this point is going to be taken into this weekend. I think the biggest takeaway for us is not really being overly concerned about who we're playing, but really being more concerned about how we're playing. And certainly if we play like we have uh, throughout the year and we can you know, get back on the winning track this weekend and play really sound baseball, then we got as good a chance as anybody moving forward. And this was really the first time you guys faced adversity. And, and I know it's sometimes a good thing, sometimes a bad thing, but how did you guys approach it as a coaching staff saying, you know, hey, we were good throughout the entire year, but now we might be scuffling or doing some things that just the approach of, hey, let's get back home, let's get try to just get back to normal? Yeah, you know, I spent a lot of time thinking about it, Jeff, to be honest with you. You know, Saturday night was a long night, um, you know, after the tough LSU game. And, you know, I think, you know, a couple things. I, I think... We, you know, we won the league against Georgia on that Saturday, and I knew going into the Mississippi State weekend, and we talked about it, about not losing our edge, and um, I think there's a couple things that happened. I, I think, number one, you know, we gave up the first game, you know, late in the ball game, our bullpen gave it up, and which hadn't happened the entire year, so there's a little bit of a shock factor there. We usually don't lose games like that when we have a lead, and then... And then obviously, you know, Brady comes up with a hamstring on Friday. So we got to scramble and make a change there pitching-wise and throw Jack. We fall behind, you know, 6 nothing. We were getting ready to take J.J. out of the game and, and put Cal back in there to give him a rest. We have two outs, I think, in the fifth. And we walk the leadoff man, and then J.J. gets hit with a foul tip. So now all of a sudden now we've got, you know, two of our best players, you know, with Brady and, and, and J.J., you know, out. And I think that was a little bit of a shock. And then we jump out on, on Saturday to a one nothing lead. We get the bases loaded to strike out, you know, to end the inning. And then the very first pitch in the bottom half of the first, you know, you know, Mangum hits his first home run of the year, and they tie the game up. And we just played from behind an awful lot that weekend and tried to put it behind us. Um, and I thought, you know, obviously, you know, we did not play well against LSU. We won four to three, made some base running mistakes, made some errors that we normally don't make. And I think the draft obviously played a little bit of an issue. That's coming up next Monday and there's a lot of things that kind of just came together all at the same time um, that you know obviously caused us not to play our best baseball but you know I put my head together and started putting some thoughts down on paper and we got you know it just so happened to Billy Donovan's in town and he's going to come talk to the team today and looking at their team from 06 and 07 I saw a lot of similarities they they won it in 06 and then went 27 and 2 you know, during the regular season and lost three of their last five before they went on their run and, and went back to back. So I think there's a lot of similarities to what Billy had to go through. And I reached out to him, talked to him quite a bit and try to get some ideas and some thoughts. We've been trying to be a little bit creative this week and try to do some different things to get to, to get our mojo back, so to speak. So um, I think the guys have handled it fine. And I, I think the, the bottom line is, is we've just got to get Brady back. And he looked great. He's throwing a pen last Saturday when we were in Hoover through another one today. Um, he'll he'll be ready to go for the second game, and we're going to throw Tommy Mason game one, and obviously Jackson Coar in game three. And 
I think, you know, I think the outing by Michael Byrne at, at LSU to close out the first game on that Wednesday, he was really sharp, was, was good for him. And like I said, I, I think just getting back home into the, you know, you know, comfortable, you know, confines at home, I think should, should be a boost for us. And, you know, like I said, I'm really anxious to get this team back out on the field on Friday and, and hopefully playing Gator baseball like we have done, you know, most of the year. And I don't know if there's any similarities, but last year you guys get, get blown out against Arkansas there in Hoover. You come back home and obviously you play really well and somewhat maybe similar to what happened to LSU in the fog and the weirdness. And you know, it's very strange still to, to think about that. But that's, again, behind you now. So it does give you that opportunity to look at that and say, okay, well, we overcame that last year. We can probably certainly do it again this year. Well, absolutely. And a lot of the main players that were uh, a part of that team that won last year, you know, won, you know, won the last uh, game of the year are, are still here. Mm-hmm. So they've been through a lot of the ups and downs. This is a different sport. You know, there's, you know it, you're not going to go wire to wire number one. It's just not going to happen. There's just too many variables that, that play into our sport. And, you know, you can't really predict or control you know when adversity is going to hit your team, but you certainly can control what you're going to do moving forward and how you're going to kind of correct issues and problems and and get you know their mindset right. And obviously, you know if this were to happen, you know in April it would have been a lot different. But I think the time it happened um, after winning the SEC championship and getting swept at Mississippi State like we did the year before at Auburn, but it was the first series of the mm-hmm. year. So um, you know I think the timing of it magnifies. Um, where we are as a team but certainly certainly we've played too many games um and played so well all year long that i would anticipate our team to come out and 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 regain their form you mentioned the draft coming up and i think your sport is certainly unique more than than any other nobody has to deal with high school kids potentially leaving and not coming to college and nobody really has to deal with while you guys are still trying to play uh, big league teams uh, trying to go out and and get guys and and you've got three first rounders heck you got two guys that might be in the top 10 so Trying to, to deal with all that and now being a part of this, not only here at Florida, but all your time uh, elsewhere in college. How do you deal with, with those guys this time of year and, and try to have them forget about that and prepare for what a regional is? I'll be honest with you, Jeff. I don't know if you could tell them to forget it. I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about millions and millions of yeah. dollars, and it's, it's just part of our sport. And, you know, you're, the, the, the money goes up every year. And, and I mean, these young men, are they're, they're human. And financially, their lives are going to change. And, you know, you're talking about five, six million dollars, you know, maybe even more. And I got, you know, we, we've got three guys that are, are going to sign for millions and millions of dollars. And, you know, and that's not to talk about you know, all the other players that are going to be drafted. I think we'll have probably up to eight players drafted. And, you know, the you know, the other thing is, is been on the phone all week with our recruits for next year, yeah. trying to figure out who's coming, who looks like they're going to end up being high, too high of a draft. And it's going to be hard for them to turn down that type of money. So there's a lot of balls being juggled right now. And. Yeah, the, you, I've been through this year after year, but it, it's not easy to juggle. But the fact of the matter is, is you're trying to hold on to your recruits for next year. You're trying to help your, your players that you have. Um, st- try to stay as focused as they possibly can on the task at hand. Um, but it's, it, it's, I think it's extremely unrealistic to expect our players to just not think about the draft because it's part of it. Sure. And it's, part of, it's, it's part of what they've always wanted to do. But... I do trust our players that they are focused um, about the regional this weekend, and I think the draft is pretty much set at this point. I don't think anybody can hurt themselves. I think, you know, the boards are put together, and um, I think I think you know you know 
those guys have probably you know positioned themselves as well as they could have at this point. You mentioned Tommy Mason. He's now positioned himself to, to get the nod game one. Last year we saw the, the Tyler Dyson story and how, how important he was towards the, the stretch run. And you know, throughout the year we've talked about somebody needing to step up, somebody being that guy. And you've always had that guy. And it looks like Tommy's been that guy. And Jack Lefwich has had some nice outings too. So it's nice to see a couple of freshmen really solidify themselves and become important factors now down the stretch. Yeah, I think Jack kind of came into his own midway through the year and it's taken Tommy a little bit longer to find his his place but um been really impressed with with Tommy and his you know the way he prepares himself for his outings and you know he pitched great at Mississippi State through I think you know one earned run over six and a third and then obviously threw great at L you know against LSU um and in the tournament so I, if if he can continue to throw the ball like he's been, and then then he'll give us a great chance on Friday for sure. Did you see something that clicked, or was it a point where maybe he's not trying to throw as hard? He's pitching a little more. Or what was the, the the turn for him? Well, I think you know the biggest thing that he's mentioned to me is we've talked about you know the heartbeat, and I think what happens with these young guys, it, it, there comes certain points during the game that the anxiety level kind of raises a little bit and they get a little bit anxious and they get out of their delivery you know instead of being one two it's two one and they lose the count and they get more into predictable counts and the ball's elevated a little bit and the command kind of goes sideways a little bit and and the innings just start to get away from a little you know but I think Tommy spent a lot of time over the last three to four weeks really trying to control his emotions stay stay in the moment don't get too high don't get too low and just and just try to control the things that he could control, and that's his delivery and, 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 and executing pitches. It's really that simple. And those are going to be some of the emotions for uh, the teams coming in here. Yeah, you know, No surprise that you get some teams from Florida, how great all those schools are. And you know, you're used to seeing a Florida Atlantic. You're used to seeing a Jacksonville. You saw them a couple times this year. So for those guys, um, you know, it's interesting because now this, this means a little bit more than maybe a midweek game. So they're going to come in here and, and, and play their best. Yeah, I, I've said this multiple times this year. I think this is the deepest the state has been. You, you, you look over there in DeLand, you got Stetson who's mm-hmm. hosting, and then you got USF is certainly capable. And then obviously, you know, um, you know UCF I thought was a regional caliber type team. And, you know, you've, you know, you've got FAU coming in here, and obviously JU's had a great year. And um, usually those teams, a lot of those teams, you know, have to win their tournament to get in. But, you know, USF and JU, uh, you know, they were at large teams. They, they earned it through their body of work throughout the year. So, Think the, I think the state was really good this year, um, and um, certainly they're familiar with us, and we're familiar with them. I don't think anybody's going to come in here intimidated or, or, you know, you know, get caught up in, in the emotions of the regional. We played Columbia three games last year, so a lot of their players are back, and you know they played on our field. So I think it's going to be a competitive field for sure. Um, you know, every year you learn stuff, and and you know, I remember a couple of years ago talking to you after Omaha and just trying to go through some of the things that need to change or need to be different. So, as you go throughout this year, are the things you learned about your team learned differently that uh, you know take into the postseason. Uh, it's easy to, to to look back on things and, and what could I have done differently to prepare our team for this, you know, these last six or seven games that just didn't foresee it coming. Maybe tried to create a little bit more sense of an urgency. Um, with this team at some point along the way, but quite frankly, they never really gave me a, a reason to. We won every single yeah. series, and things we were playing so loose and confidently throughout the year. And I think the way everything kind of came together at the end, and the timing of it, and a couple injuries, and you know, I, I think the biggest thing um, 
that maybe hurt this team down the stretch is just the routine. And with Singer taking the ball every Friday night, um, I think we're eight and one in SEC play when he started those games, and it just always got us off to a good start. And we were always feeling good about ourselves. And when that guy who kind of takes charge on the mound, uh, the first game of a series, you don't have him, it, it kind of throws you out of your routine. And I think it's a valuable lesson for all of us. Um, but certainly having him back this weekend is a, is a huge shot in the arm. And you know, like I said, I. I this is a really good team. We just went, went through a stretch where we didn't play very well in, in all phases. We didn't pitch very well. We didn't play very good defense. We didn't swing the bats offensively like we have all year. And we didn't run the bases very well. And um, like I said, I'm looking forward to us getting back playing really sound baseball this weekend. Yeah, a lot of Gator fans looking forward to uh, to seeing you guys out there on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for the regional. And again, for people that don't understand what Sully was talking about at the beginning of this, it is extremely hard to uh, to do what this team's done. Number one overall national seed yet again, third time that Sully's been able to do that, and um, five times an SEC regular season champ, the best conference in the uh, all of baseball. So, Sully, congrats on that, and I still know you got a lot of baseball left in you. Yeah, we're, you know, like I said, we, we've accomplished a lot, and I'm, I'm awfully proud of our players and, and what they've been able to accomplish but you know you're you're ultimately judging how you play in the postseason and you know we're we're going to get back to doing what we've been doing all year long and like i said looking forward to having the gator fans come out at, at, at noon on uh on friday and um you get behind our team and hopefully make a huge run here in the postseason all right so thanks all right thanks jeff so good stuff there from kevin o'sullivan it has been a long grind a long season and Obviously, the Gators didn't play well down the stretch, but they've got an opportunity now to get things started in the Gainesville Regional, and that's going to get started here very shortly. 12 o'clock, Florida will take on Columbia with Tommy Mace, the freshman, on the mound. Then the nightcap, Jacksonville and Florida Atlantic. Jacksonville choosing to go with their number one pitcher. Florida Atlantic choosing not to go with their number one arm, and maybe a little strategy as they try to say, hey, our number one guy's a lefty. They match up well against Florida. And if Florida Atlantic can win that game, then that would obviously make it a little bit easier to the, them try to beat the, the number one seeded Gators. We'll see how it all plays out. It's uh, going to be a long weekend. Always rain showers that come through these parts during this time. So hopefully the teams can grind it out and we'll see if the Gators can get victorious and move on to the Super Regional, which would be in Gainesville next weekend. Well, we hope everybody monitors that and has a wonderful weekend. Whatever you got going on, we'll be back on Monday to talk about each and everything that happened. For Zach Albaverde, I am Jeff Cardozo. This is Chomp Chat, the Florida podcast presented by seccountry.com.